In Lismore on Wednesday, a group of over 100 local residents gathered, hopeful of meeting the Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, as he visited their flood-ravaged city. The good-humoured and peaceful crowd were frustrated with their hopes that the Prime Minister would stop and speak to them and even hear some of their concerns firsthand. Morrison was whisked past them behind heavily tinted windows and a thick blue line of police who almost outnumbered the local citizens. He was ushered into the back door of the local council chambers into the emergency bunker area where he held a private briefing for politicians and press. Local community leaders, including Sue Higginson, Mandy Nolan and Hannabeth Luke, were left to address the crowd outside the building, while Prime Minister Morrison addressed the select few inside. What follows is edited highlights of the audio from those two events. I live in South Lismore. When I had to leave my house, the water was neck height. I was rescued by a person from Ballina. There was no SES people to be seen. We're in our roof for over six hours, and there is horrible stories of people being on their roof for 12 plus hours, the elderly, the disabled. Like, we were completely left high and not dry at all. Who should people blame when if the vast majority of rescues carried out on that Monday were carried out by private citizens in private vessels. Some of them were even on kayaks. And if they had not been there, hundreds of people would have died. So, so who, who do those people blame? Um, I think we have to be realistic that in any natural disaster, we don't have uh, those resources which has ADF just waiting around the corner. What has occurred has been a flood event which was the highest level flood ever in the Northern Rivers. It has taken everybody, including the community, by surprise. No one expected it to get to those levels. And so what we're dealing with here is an extraordinary event. Australia is becoming a harder country to live in because of these natural disasters. We shouldn't have civilians winching themselves up landslides completely untrained to save other civilians with no help from the army. We shouldn't have private helicopters landing on private land to get small families out of valleys. This is a joke. This is an absolute joke. Do you even care about us? Is it not unreasonable the community who have been so hard hit have borne such a burden in the rescue and coordination in this response? Um, aside from physical rescues, as um, the ABC mentioned us here, people couldn't get you on triple zero. There was a local Lismore woman who set up a database of people urgently waiting to be rescued from their homes. Is that not unreasonable? They had to do so much. Of course, those responses are managed by the state government. Commonwealth government does not run the triple O service. I am looking for solutions and answers and safety and a future for my community right here in Lismore, where my kids are being born and my grandchildren are being born right now. There is no fundament that has occurred in this part of Australia like this in anyone's living or recorded memory. And uh, that is a profound statement. We don't make those things like, I'm advised it's a one in 500 year flood. 
And so we're talking about not just a flood event, because here in the Northern Rivers, people prepare for flood events. It overwhelmed everything, and it did it in an alarming and disturbing pace. And so that is the catastrophe, the national catastrophe, that we're now dealing with here. The water is rising! No more compromising! 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 The National State of Emergency Declaration, which was established after the Black Summer bushfires and the Royal Commission that was held, I've announced my intention to recommend to the Governor-General a National Emergency Declaration for the severe weather and flooding events across both New South Wales and Queensland to ensure all our emergency powers are available and that we cut through any red tape that might be faced. That's the principal purpose of that declaration. Is it not a flawed plan that the premiers have to write to you in writing to be able to get this to declare a disaster? Everyone could see last week that it was going to be a disaster here. Well, that's the requirement of legislation. climate change, climate change is real and climate change is happening now. And you said you've met with the National Security Committee about this. We've seen all sorts of issues raised about the deployment of defence resources. Do you now consider climate disasters a national security issue? Well, I think that I've said as much in the past. I mean, we are dealing with a different climate to the one we were dealing with before. I think that's just an obvious fact. And Australia is getting hard to live in because of these disasters. if you don't talk about climate right now. Yes. Climate avoidance is hurting this community. If not having this conversation now, when? This is the human face of climate change. Every pile of rubbish you see outside a house, every empty building, every person who's been hurt, that's what climate change looks like. It's not abstract. And we need our Prime Minister to turn up here today and have the guts to talk about it. So that's $50 million directly going to the pockets of those most affected in just three council areas. We need help! 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 We need help!
The accommodation requirements here are going to be significant. And so I'm looking forward to seeing the package of supports and measures that will come from the state's government who will, who will manage that response and dealing with the accommodation issues, as we have done in other places with other state governments, and we will be financially supporting those initiatives that are put in place by the state government. Lismore here, to the south here, Richmond Valley, Korokai, Evanshead, Woodburn, has been underwater since last Tuesday. We need a proper plan for housing across the region. We were already, we're the eighth poorest electorate in the country in Page, and we already have half of the community on less than $500 a week. Who can afford $27,000 a year in flood insurance? So look, this community and these communities across this region are going to need significant government support in this rebuild. Um, but the, the, all of the services, with an event like this, which has put unprecedented strain on local and state resources in particular, and federal resources, when it comes to responding to an event on this scale, unprecedented, unforeseen, is obviously going to have an impact. Do you believe that the federal government owes the people of Lismore an apology for the response? Well, I said I don't think any amount of support is ever going to be enough, and so every federal government would always be doing this themselves. It's been community, helping community, community that were on roofs, community that have nowhere to go. People need to know where they're going to live. They need to know how they're going to move forward and it needs, needs to happen now. They need more than a thousand dollar disaster payment. They need to rebuild their lives. A lot of those people were people that already were living in floodplains that didn't have insurance. How are they going to rebuild? It's the poor people that live in what we call affordable housing in the most sensitive and vulnerable areas because of climate change. As more Australians are impacted by extreme weather events, are you concerned that more and more people are going to become very angry because they don't think your government is doing enough to wean Australia off coal and other fossil fuels? I'll tell you what's not going to fix climate change. What's not going to fix it is just doing something in Australia and then in other developing countries, their emissions continue to rise. That won't change the climate here in the Northern Rivers. What changes the climate in the Northern Rivers is if the global climate is affected. approving coal mines. They change the rules and they keep approving these fossil fuel projects. We need to stop. The UN has told us, the IPCC has told us, can we just stop? 
What impact do you think uh, climate denial has had on this, uh, this emergency? It's had a huge impact, I think, the fact that there's been no strategy, even though there was a 2017 flood, we had a 2019 bushfire, we have been having, what, once in a thousand, someone even said once in 3,000 year events every two or three years. This is what it looks like to live in a climate emergency. So they better start talking about it and you better start talking about ending coal and gas. Yeah. To a hundred thousand year event, we were that far off it. We've got a levee that was built for a one in a ten year event. We topped it in 2017. If we don't see this as the proper warning that it is, let the experts plan and let us be the community to build and be resilient and adapt, then it's just not fair. It's really important that we get planning right. Where is the New South Wales Planning Minister today? Yeah. We yes. would love yeah. to have a conversation with him and yeah. he's not here. Shame on you! 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 What kind of leadership is this? This is leadership! We love our community, we love our town, and you know what? We love our river. Most of us have had our hands dirty for years replanting our riverbanks. We want our catchments rebuilt by revegetation. They're going to support us, they're helping us. We just know in no uncertain terms, it's not our Prime Minister. He was here, he's this close to us, he does not care, he does not want to talk to us. But do not feel abandoned. We have each other, we have other people, and they are here for us, and they will continue to be here for us. It's just not him. None of us will leave here today thinking that we are not cared for because we are. We are cared for. We're going to carry on looking out for each other. We're going to continue to rebuild together in a safe way. And we will continue to work with leaders. And, and there's an election. And remember, everyone, in May, we get a chance to say, we're not talking to you anymore. We're not going to listen to you anymore. May is the time we get rid of this man and we try for something better. We must mobilise our hope and our disappointment that we were ignored today. We have each other and we must stay together and work with the people who care about us. And make them realise their lack of empathy towards the people that are suffering. Perfect. Right here, right there.
that report on Scott Morrison's visit to the flood-devastated city of Lismore included the voices of various concerned community members. And thanks to the Lismore app for providing the live stream of the private press conference so we could include Mr Morrison's voice as well.